Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight on the Doctor Who After Show, we get into some crazy international shipping conspiracies. What is Kerblam? What's behind it all? And we're going to pop our way into this episode because I brought some bubble wrap, guys. No! You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz uh, welcome back, Whovians! We didn't blow up. I just blasted did us. did not blow up. I blasted us ten seconds into the future. The intro covered that, that travel, though, right, so right, it's okay. Right. Hey, everybody, welcome <laughs> back. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. The whole gang's here yes. today. Hey. All, all the best friends, the Team TARDIS, uh, Adrian Snow. Hi guys, sorry, I'm searching that weird thing in my head. I'm Adrian Snow. How are you? Zia Anderson. Hello, everybody. And, and I'm Dave Child. I'm Dave Child. Hi, everybody. I'm here. <laughs> Yay. Um, we are talking about uh, Kerblam, mm-hmm. is the name of the episode. Uh, get it? Because the whole building and company went kablam. The and end. they were called Kerblam. Yeah, it was almost, <laughs> I almost wonder if the, if the, the, they knew what was going to happen when they named the company. No, no, no. That's not how TV shows work. No. Foreshadowing? Never. No. Never happens. It's a big spoiler, mm-hmm. the whole name of the company and the name of the uh, episode. Yes. Uh, but it, it hidden in plain sight, mm-hmm. which was... I, I. So, first reactions episode, I really liked this one. This was fun. It's. It continues this trend that every episode this season has, like, a political or oh, yeah. like extra layer to it, yep. which I'm not saying is a bad thing. It's just I noticed it this way. It's like, oh, we've done it every week so far. Yeah, yeah. Chris Chibnall, don't give up. Beep. You know, he's <laughs> like, I have a political message for you all. Social commentary. And this is how it's gonna be. I, Amazon is a nightmare, but I have like 30 things in my Amazon cart that I'm gonna buy tomorrow. So you know, we all are susceptible mm-hmm. to the evils of corporations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dave, you're like I was gonna say. Like, I, I really mm-hmm. want to know what you're saying. I just, say. I didn't, I didn't quite like this episode, and Ooh, I think okay. it's, I think it's because like this is an important thing to talk about because mm-hmm. it's actually not that far from what's actually happening oh, in yeah. Amazon Technology. warehouses yeah. right now. <laughs> so because of that, I think they could have pulled off the social commentary a bit better. I feel like the, in what way? Well, it ended with like. It it ended with the bad guy being someone who's trying to take down the corporation, mm-hmm. and not the actual, uh, and not the actual corporation or what's happening to the people yeah. in the warehouse itself. Well, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying, Dave. And we're gonna get into the, that conspiracy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about Kira and Charlie mm-hmm. and like everything, whatever Char like whatever nonsense Charlie's getting into. Yeah, uh, talk about. The, all the false bad guys, the fact that we are killing characters. And that, that, was course, a big, but, that was a big and, thing and for and me, And, of too. course, yeah. uh, we got to talk about Fez. Yeah, Fez! Fez um, is back. And uh, stick around, because we're going to do another who's who on who at the end of the episode. Uh, but, Zia, what did you think of this episode? I actually really liked this episode. It's probably up there in my top, like, two favorites, I would say. Um, mm, along of all with time? The, w- no. Okay. <laughs> of this season. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that would take me so long to, like... Right, I would have to compile a list. I'm not even going to get into it. Um, of of this of this season, I think that's probably one of my my, my more favorite ones. It's just to me, because a lot of it, it was building. There was mystery. There was intrigue. Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to find someone. I liked mm-hmm. that. There were robots. I liked that too. Mm-hmm. Um, just overall, I thought it was a really fun episode. And I actually like what they did with Charlie, which I know we'll get into later. I do too. I, I thought it was more of a. There were two commentaries like going side yeah, by side right exactly. now. So I think one of them did fall to the wayside and I do sometimes think that the endings of these episodes don't quite have the payoff we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's like a maybe that's just like a, a problem that the Chris Tribunal season will have. Hopefully it'll be rectified before the end. But 
I, I think that he was trying to do two different commentaries. Well, what are the commentaries, do you think? Um, I, extremism. Extremism and um, right. what's it called? Something terrorism? Um, um, when it's local. Domestic? Uh, domestic. Domestic, yes, yes. <laughs> domestic, domestic terrorism. What is it called? Give it to me. Which I always, I always roll my eyes out because I always feel like it's like, hold up the shade card and depending on how light the shade is that's domestic terrorism but it's like but that's right that is yeah, correct yeah it's terrorism it's terrorism I didn't say all it. the way right. yeah I know I'm Who sorry white said it not me it's a thing that bothers me it's, just, it's <laughs> called a terrorism uh, but the thing is that's why it's like I often it's great when you have a villain you can kind of be like oh I see that villain's point and that's kind of what's happening with this guy where mm-hmm. he's like I kind of I kind of that is that is the issue and it's just because the whole the way the episode wraps up where they're like and don't worry we're looking into it and we're we're making it more more person friendly uh, why like why it doesn't yeah. feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like the 10% is really treated well, that badly I, I get mm-hmm. I get what you're what you're saying there because basically because by having sort of two commentaries going on they sort yeah. of they don't counter, they, 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 canceled, yeah, they, exactly. they canceled each other out in yeah. this way where, yes, there are some really evil things that Amazon does to their workers. Like, the, there's no, like, two ways about them. it. Like, yeah. overworking them. And they have made some improvements, like, the pay. Hopefully, they'll be, they'll make more improvements to how, just how they right. generally treat their employees. Yeah. But, like, this sort of, like, where the robots are like... Save your social comment. Your uh, your uh, save, save your social comment. Save your socializing <laughs> for uh, for downtime, uh, right. like stuff like that. Yeah. That is absolutely the kind of thing that Amazon does. Yeah. Um, but when they were revealed to not be the bad guys, it made it look like all of that was okay. Yeah, which is did. yeah, and yeah. That, so that's the thing. It's like you called them out, but then you sort of reeled it back. Yeah, and, I think, and like I wonder, <laughs> Amazon has the Doctor Who. Uh, Airing rights for old it does. Amazon <laughs> controls everything, which is why I have thirty Amazon things in my cart. No, I think it's also they. Uh, yeah, they're trying to merge those two things, but then also there is there's a theme that Chris has been doing. Chris Tribunal, Chris, who's my friend, no, uh, has been doing this year Best of Chris. making the villains human. Yeah. So yeah. majority of the time, when we are faced with an, a villain and not just like oopsie, uh, an alien with a cute butt. Uh, it's, uh, but not a cute face. Is that mean? It kind of is. But Wait, it's a munchkin. What? The Which? Kremlin. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it was all cute around. What are you saying, Adrian? But, oh my God. sexiest butt on Dutch. Tina Belcher, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, then most of the, of the villains of the stories have been human. Yeah. So yeah. there is a commentary that he's trying to get across with that, but it just didn't quite work when you place the human with the the monster known as Amazon. I yeah, mean, I also I also like the message that they say at the end which is like it's not the system that's the problem, it's who uses and abuses the system. Well, that's the sorry. So, no, I I was just like <laughs> it would be nice if they if we saw someone Abusing, abusing the system, mm-hmm. and we don't really see that. Mm-hmm. We kind of see just the bad guy be the guy, but not like the uh, not. You don't see the corporate kind of overlord kind of forgetting everyone for the biggest profit, which is easy to do. It's an easy fix to do, but yeah. you know, it's they wanted to have that domestic terrorism kind of yeah. switch. It and it would have been it would have been nicer. It would have been nicer if if. Uh, we had it more so that we, okay, so more like Soylent Green, which I have a picture of, of uh, if we can get that up, <laughs> like of, right. of that was I saw the this. corporation being the overall villain and mm-hmm. discovering that the people were disappearing because they were becoming the Kerblam teammates. If you don't know Soylent Green, I'm about to spoil Soylent Green for you 40 years later. So, <laughs> if you don't you know, know the one word from Soylent Green, Soylent Green one phrase. is people. Mm-hmm. They turn their people into food. And I thought that's what they were going to do with this it's episode, which I would have thought would have been a great you know, way of tying everything in. Of like, yeah, this corporation is just basically taking the 10% of people that they're forced to hire and turning them into the rest of the 90% that they prefer right. to have. I thought we were doing a Soylent Green thing straight up. I yeah. thought that it was going to be people and all the robots. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> For like a good solid 20 minutes of the episode. I thought we were going to find out that there were no people and all the people that we're meeting 
are robots. just robots. That's because, what I was thinking. Because every t- I found it very suspicious when everyone's like, listen, this is my entire backstory. Like, immediately. <laughs> and it was suspicious enough that I was like, oh, okay, I bet that's all programming. And there is no little girl that he's referencing, it's and not, this is all stuff, and which is not a bad... It would be, like, a good way of doing this. That would have been an interesting We do twist. have a history of people appearing to be human and all of a sudden being Daleks, so, yeah. like... <laughs> I am glad. It. I was a little afraid that they were going to take off the hats and there was going to be a handle. Like, <laughs> right, right it was not Cybermen. Yeah, it was like, we've been Cybermen the entire time, <laughs> and that would be the corniest I was totally ready for it. I was ready for the Cybermen to come. They, even when they started talking about upgrades, mm-hmm. and then he, he studied cyberkinetics, I was like, Cybermen. They're coming. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to lie to us. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's I, I And there's stuff. There's also stuff that happened in this episode that I have a problem with where I feel like the doctor had plenty of time to not kill the bad guy. And the way they kind of set up the killing off the bad guy at the end, I think that goes against this like super empathetic doctor we've been building up. I think what I liked about that is just that she gave him, ultimately she gave him the choice. Mm-hmm. She was like, you... But would he have made it up there in time? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I mean, maybe, and maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they could have made it. I think, I think basically in the beginning when they were first like, please get out of there, he probably could have made it. Mm-hmm. But he was just kind of stuck in whatever anger he was in. But I think I like that ultimately she was like, well, the choice is yours. We're going to we're gonna do this, mm-hmm. and you can stay or you cannot. But they wanted him to live. It was very clear they wanted him to make that decision, but ultimately it's his, not theirs. Well, couldn't right. she have just zapped him with them? Couldn't she have just not ordered them to blow themselves up? Yeah. Couldn't she just be like, open the packages. It's all delivered. Just don't pop the actual pop. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you dispose of them safely, I guess. Yeah, and um, then have get him, and then blow them all. I up guess if you want. I think she was looking for like a way to like it was just there was a clean way mm-hmm. to get rid of all of the bombs mm-hmm. because these things like you got to think like if if you have that much explosive in a barely shielded like, so so unshielded that it just takes one pop from mm-hmm. fingers to explode them, it might be totally unsafe to even try to move them. Yeah. I, I would agree with that, yeah. except that this is a doctor I, I would this is a doctor who's supposed to be like trying the very best to save every single person. And it feels like that was a big moment where she could have been like, no, I'm not gonna you know But like, the doctor has killed or left people in situations knowing that they were going to die. Mm-hmm. I mean, Peter Capaldi did because that in his very no, first episode. Yeah, yeah this- uh, David Tennant did that in oh crap, where he puts his memory into the, the locket the family oh, of blood. Yeah. Something um, like that. Right. I mean, I'm yeah, not, I know what you're talking about. Usually it's a backing up against the corner. I'm just a little disappointed with this doctor mm-hmm. because I feel like we're building up empathy even more. Mm-hmm. And this was a moment that just didn't feel needed. It felt like they could have yeah. just captured him and he would have stayed alive and it would have even been a moment where he spared her well that's the the this episode was really heavy with death like in a way that i was genuinely surprised by when when kira blew up yeah i was genuinely caught off guard by that like it didn't feel in line with like the tone of this season necessarily um, not again. It's not the doctor who wouldn't do this, and the, the doctor I think has like like over the years has shown that like he slash she would do something like leaving this guy there. It's it, right. it's like the dark night or the Batman Begins line. I don't have to save you. It's like that, mm-hmm. and, and so it's it's a blurred line of like you didn't kill them, but you also didn't save them. But yeah, but we ordered- also saw. Sorry, we also saw somebody die last episode, you know, well, off screen. We knew they were dying because we saw the gun being, the trigger being pulled for mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Up. So the Chris is, Chris Chibnall, sorry, dude, is not afraid to kill people. But yeah, in terms of seeing the doctor see somebody that, that, that he, she could save and not do it. This is probably the first episode. And it's not also not not doing it. It's ordering the robots to blow themselves up. Well, he yeah. wasn't down there when she ordered the robots to blow up. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. He was on his way out. Yeah. He was on his way out. But she also gave him the chance, too, to not do this. She she tried to talk him out of it and she tried to be like, don't do this, knowing all the while that she would have to have some sort of a backup plan. And I'm guessing that was her backup plan. Mm. I just think that, 
you can't, I don't know, I'm just a very firm believer that you cannot make someone do something. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, he he was one-track-minded doing what he wanted to do, and he believed so much in his cause that no matter what, he was going to do it. I understand, you know, wanting to save everybody, but you can't. And I think maybe she saw that. Yeah. And, yeah. Speaking of you corporate overlords. You can't make... <laughs> You can't make people do things, but you can ask them nicely, which is my nicely. way of transitioning into oh, okay. uh, this yeah, word from AfterBuzz TV. It's better than mine. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, AfterBuzzers. <laughs> Our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, you will, sorry, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they are optional. You can turn them off. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. For now, thank you for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Okay. All right, and and we are end- getting a lot in the chat about like uh, against me saying that. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it. We'll come back to the chat. I just before, while we're while we're talking to our people, yeah, our corporate because uh, I, I want to thank the people who are helping us by going right. onto iTunes mm-hmm. and leaving us reviews because it is a great way to help us out. So this week I want to shout out Olive O four five six who left us a five star review Aww. last week. Thank you, and you guys, Yay. it's that easy. Just jump on iTunes. Hit us with a, a little review. You only have to write like three words, and it, it helps. That helps us more than you even realize. So jump onto iTunes, jump onto YouTube. Hit us with those that little thumbs up. There's all sorts of ways to help. Mm. Um, but speaking of the people on YouTube, what does the chat say? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we got a whole list of ways that the Doctor has let people die, and this is an interesting. Uh, Easty seventy four says the Fourth Doctor gave a gun to a bad guy in image of the Fendal so he could kill himself. Which, woo, that is pretty dark. I mean, old, like, especially the old school doctors. Like, you go back to, like, Hartnell days, and he's, she doesn't give a F. Right. (laughs) Well, there's, and most of the people in the chat are saying that uh, she gave him plenty of time and that she gave the order before he ran away. (laughs) Didn't look like it to me. But I will go with what people are watching, and uh, we'll agree with them. <laughs> Great. Dave is like, sure. Sure, fine. <laughs> Might have been more interesting if they went another way, though. But it's still, that's still great that she killed a dude. <laughs> well, like, but going back to to Kira, because I, I really this character was so I adorable. Loved yeah. Kira, um, oh, like that was sad. she genuinely believed in the system. This was like yeah. a Doctor Seuss character. The mm-hmm. way that she talks about gift giving on Christmas, oh, yeah. or like she's not talking about Christmas, but this easily could have been a Christmas episode she never with got that. A gift. And the only gift she ever got was like chocolates yeah. from her boss. I know, and she was so thrilled by that. That was she so was an sad. Orphan. Yeah. Come on, my heart was Charles broken. Dickens? And then they blew her up. <laughs> yeah, I thought at first they didn't. I was like, "Is it some sort of a teleportation device with green?" Like I was like, "No, I thought they couldn't." Have. I was like, "They're ha- they they have to have a way that the doctor's gonna like freeze time and save her some crazy nonsense like." Mm-hmm. Whether or not I would have enjoyed that twit, that like that way of breaking it, like, yeah. but I was like, they gotta save her. Like, they just killed the most innocent little red shirty character ever of yeah. everyone yeah. to die. Well, sometimes you gotta go. But yeah. it made it. Yeah. I think it did. It's like when that tree tree woman died during uh, the David Tennant years. Oh. Like, mm. They're not gonna kill the tree lady. She's like tells the doctor to buy and oh, then incinerates yeah. herself. But at least she sacrificed herself for a cause and yeah, like for other people. Kira's just like, jerk. ooh, bubble wrap. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Okay, that was kind of goofy. Can we agree? <laughs> you know, I, I actually a little I mean, bit too. Because she looked at it and but it's then kind of popped it instead of being like, hmm, bubble what is this? Yeah, I, like, I agree a little bit with that. Yeah. I, I also think if you're bored, stop. That makes me nervous. <laughs> if, if you're left with bubble wrap alone in a room, yeah, you're gonna pop it after a while. I get it, but it yeah. was so immediate. It wasn't like, "Where's my gift?" It was, "Oh, bubble wrap, pop." 
That's just her. I feel like that's her innocence. Her child, like, yeah. Because it's innocence a, you also gotta imagine she works with bubble wrap all day, and she yeah. probably gets like a demerit or something if she pops any <laughs> right. of it. Right. So she's like, I can finally pop. It's my bubble wrap my to bubble. pop. And it was also just for. It was just the system going against uh, Charlie, and basically having revenge on Charlie was using her. In order to do that. Well, see, that's yeah. that's the corruption of Amazon. I mean, Kerplam. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's not, suc- it's, it's not really yeah. anything. It's more of just someone lashing out. It's like a machine and Having AI. emotions. That's mm-hmm. like going out against and being like, no, I need the one help. And to prove that, I'll kill this guy's crush. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. I agree. <laughs> That's my weak points of the episode. Yeah. Stuff I did like, though, was we get to finally meet Ryan's other nemesis. You've seen him battle ladders, but now he's finally facing shoots. What? Shoots and ladders. <laughs> you mean conveyor? Oh. Yeah, he has this moment where he's just like, oh, am I going to jump down this chute? Oh, I, let me tell you my problem again. This is my problem that I have, and then I do it successfully. And the, like, yeah, again, this is like we. I feel like we've talked about this a lot, but this episode sort of like they. I thought I. I was actually thinking about it with him like earlier during the episode. I was like, I wonder what happened to that. Did they just like let it yeah. go or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then then they brought it back up. But again, they told us about it. Right. They they told you us really that he has the problem. There was nothing visually that confirmed that he ever yeah. had an issue. Except no. for when he fell off the bike. Yeah. yeah. When he I, fell off the, the bike right. and his, he slipped on a ladder once. Yeah. Those were the only things that has gotten in his way. Which, again, just in case people didn't listen to, to that, so I'll, I'll keep it brief for those mm-hmm. who have been listening to us all season, but like... If you're go, I I really admire having a character with a disability. I think it's a great way to go. I think especially having it be a mobility disability mm-hmm. yeah. in this in the context of Doctor Who, who is always running, could have been really interesting. But they didn't use it. They like they really made it, it such a minor disability that it doesn't affect anything that he actually does. Well, we never know. I mean, we still have a few more episodes, so maybe it'll be like a, a big thing later. Later. Maybe possibly, it, it, yeah. I, and that'd be great. It just—it's still like to this point. It's you've you've set it up, and it hasn't been a thing. Yeah. It, 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 if you do, if I you will, put it in now, it would feel like you are it, you're changing how much it affects him. I will say this: the way that I can kind of relate to this a little bit is I get panic attacks. I get them sometimes, sometimes more often than other times. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I don't get them for a while. Sometimes they affect my life. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. But it'll be in certain situations where I'll warn people and be like, look, just a heads up, this might happen. Mm -hmm. It might not. But if it does happen, it's going to mess with this particular situation. Mm -hmm. So I can kind of see sort of it relating to that. Just being like, look, this might not affect me in this way, but this could mess like one particular. Like he's just kind of telling him, like, I'm going into this situation to try to help you. Mm -hmm. But there is a possibility that I'll stumble and mess something up. I get that, but I think theatrically it would work better if it was something that came after we see it, an example of it, yeah. and then him having to yeah, explain it. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so sliding down a chute, I don't know. I did like about Ryan though that he it almost it didn't feel like another world for him because mm-hmm. he's been working in a warehouse <laughs> and he was doing the yeah. exact same thing. Yeah. And I thought that was a great thing to see in Doctor Who, and it, that was actually. A great tie into actual social issues. That was the best moment for me, where yeah. he's just like, "This is just work. This yeah, is this I've is done this so do. many times, and this is not different from how we live our life on Earth yeah. at all." And that was where they did that social commentary the most successfully. It was through how Ryan fit into this terrible dystopian world, mm-hmm. because that's also what we have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, and with middle management, yeah, uh, yeah. factories, and the idea that you have to mandate. That ten percent of your employees are human, yeah, or are just and it's only ten percent, yeah, yeah, and that was like that was the negotiated amount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs> Corporations <laughs> make all of us sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get through to be like, and you guys talk, but I couldn't even get that far. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, it was it was a very. 
socially it was a very commentary heavy episode mm-hmm. um yaz didn't have a ton to do in this one but she had yeah. she had her big episode last week um, she, i actually had i had a discussion recently when it comes to yaz and i do want them to actually figure her out her character more because recently i talked to my friend riley who writes a lot of reviews for doctor who over at nerdist mm-hmm. and she was talking about how like they haven't really used we don't really know who Yaz is. Like, we don't really have a sense of Yaz. Like, we have a sense of Graham. Like, heavily, we know who mm-hmm. Graham is, and we love Graham. Mm-hmm. And we even know who Ryan is, and he has a sense of humor, and we kind of know what he talks about. Yaz, we don't really have that. All we have is, like, her That's family true. connection. You're so right. So I, I think her character still needs some room to, like, really pump up who she is as a like, person. Like, yeah. what I mean, she likes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, interests and, Yeah. I mean, we get, I guess we haven't done as much with her like character building since early in the season. But like the the idea that she was she was a police officer, mm-hmm. she wanted to be a detec- she wants to be a detective. Mm-hmm. We could show a little bit more of yeah. that, especially as we're getting into crime and things. Like we saw a little bit of it in this episode, like when she took down uh, uh, Charlie. Like she put him in a full like police. Hold. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, right. and I, I remember noticing that, like, Yaz is the one who, like, puts this guy into a lock. Yeah. yeah. And I like so her as the muscle, anywhere. which kind of happened in the, uh, in the Lightworm episode, too. In the... Yeah. yeah. And it makes sense. As a, as a cop, that would make sense that she would be trained yeah. to I be just, the muscle. So I like that. I just <laughs> had the realization that we've now faced... And kerblam <laughs> this season. <laughs> I love there was also Graham his uh, one of his lines in there that just made me laugh. I had to write it down. Was you're just making sounds now when she yeah, was saying yeah. things. He's like, I don't know what you're saying. That's true. <laughs> it's true. He also had that great moment when he was talking to Charlie, and Charlie was like, "Oh, I haven't really seen very many people out here." He goes like, "Yeah, I could tell." Anyways, <laughs> and then moves on. It was a great delivery. He's so great. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any other favorite moments from these from this episode? Like we've gone over the companions. This was a very plot heavy episode. Yeah. I mean, there. I had a few little sayings that the doctor said that I I'll talk about during the special segment but I thought I had some, some yeah I mean of course the Fez moment the for Fez. me as the a Fez. Smith fan right. and I didn't have my Fez with me I'm sorry I don't keep it in my back pocket generally you should you should have just ordered <laughs> another one right <laughs> could have teleported Forget right here Amazon shipping. Amazon Prime <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Uh, one day later under two under two hours yeah. Depending on for some oh, products, right for the, yeah. the drone, yeah. uh, just a guy in a car. Oh, that's not that one. <laughs> or that too. Driving over basically from, a drone. Yeah, he's yeah. driving over from Glendale. Um, <laughs> or but, a woman in a car. But I like <laughs> I love that like those little moments like like the fezes are obviously for me personally just mm-hmm. something I really enjoy. Like yeah. the way Smith played with hats was like a fun gag that I mm. always enjoyed. Um, but so the idea that like. She remembers ordering this, and it just like happened to show up now. <laughs> yeah, like two lifetimes late. <laughs> That's amazing. Million. Well, there was a, I was reading an article. I think it was on Radio Times where they said they don't think it was because uh, she ordered it back when she was Matt Smith, but because she happened to be in that galaxy when she first ordered it. That makes know, sense. It didn't make any sense, and so. Or she was in that galaxy when she first ordered it, and so the Kerblam delivered it then. Or the Kerblam delivered it knowing that she was close by and knowing the right. history of the, of her her prior orders was previous the orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be true. Um, do you guys think uh, that this doctor pulled it off? The Fez. <laughs> I think she looked good in the Fez. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, totally. it wasn't quite her. I will say. Well, that makes sense. I feel like, you know, that's a different doctor of the past. It didn't look quite as natural on her as it did on Matt Smith. Well, we it didn't look a, natural on Matt Smith either. We have a picture Disagree. of the guys with Matt, Matt Smith and David Tennant from the 50th. You can pull that up and check uh, that out. yeah. We can, that when the just Fez so people are like, the portals. they keep talking about Matt Smith and the Fez. Uh, there you go. Yeah. I even with the glasses, too. This one looks okay. It's the, the first one that he puts on. It's like... This guy well, belongs whole, in a fez. Also, the whole joke of the fez is that he really wants to be, have it be a part of his costume. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, 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 well, no, you know, no. There's also are cool. a history of the fez from even old, old, old school Doctor Who, I think, uh, 1977 episode. I don't have a picture of that. But um, with, I forget who, the, I think it would have been the ninth Doctor at that time. Uh, goes into a store and puts on a fez to be like an incognito. Would have been seven. 
It would have been seven. Nine was Eccleston. It was, Eight was Paul McGann. I was quickly pulling information off the web. No, I'm just like trying to think yeah, now. So it, it, the Doctor has worn a fez before, and they've referenced it in comic books as well. So the Doctor has always had a love for the fez. Because <laughs> fezes are cool, just like bow ties and, bow ties. and Stetsons. Anyway, yeah. um, any other any other favorite standout moments that you guys really liked from this one? Before I heard about Charlie, seeing Charlie and Kira run into each other with their little crush that was moment very cute. was right. super sweet. I wrote it down and I put a little heart around yeah. it. Yeah. Because it was, it was a bad heart. Don't, don't drive my heart. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I really liked that. It showed, just kind of, it sort of brings you back to a little bit to your, like, your first sort of like school crush or yeah. workplace crush mm-hmm. where you're like, just so enamored with the person and you're fumbling and you can't talk to them. It was mm. just like a very cute, like humanizing moment. And no one questions robots. No one questions a cleaner. I did like that. Yeah. Yes. I was like, yeah, it's actually so true. And that's it was true for us as so viewers. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't question this kid. This, didn't like, even think about it. No, we just no. we we trusted him that's implicitly. Also the, yeah. the plot of uh, is it scary movie? Where it's at the end, it's uh, whoa! He's also spoiler the on scary movie. <laughs> I'm like I know it's oh, no. No. <laughs> you haven't seen that movie in the past seventeen <laughs> years. No, there's no reason to watch two, three, or four. Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they also they had a, they did a good job with like you liked Kira. By that point, you knew how lonely she was. So mm-hmm. when they did flirt, it was kind of like, "Yeah, she's got someone. Someone's yeah. gonna give her a gift." And that's kind of what we're like. He did give her a gift, the gift of death. Death. Uh. <laughs> and then you also have that nice little Graham, like, "Oh, this reminds me of you when you were younger a month ago." To I Ryan, such a Ryan's like, "Shut." Their their back and forth is getting more and more adorable. It's great. The season goes on. I like watching them get more comfortable with each other. Yeah, we didn't. They didn't. There was no fist bump moment though. This episode, there I kind will of never be a fist bump. Oh, or never. just like even where he tries to go for one. They get it. They yeah. have to hold back on that. They can't do it every episode. I get it, <laughs> but I'm kind of into it as a running joke. I kind of like it. Oh, yeah. oh man, who said fesses are no longer cool? Who oh, said this? Dude. People in the chat. Multiple people. You, I'm disowning all of you. <laughs> but uh, also, Morgan Counter says, "Time lords were always into hats." Oh, yeah. That's a point. Or big hair, you know. Or long yeah. scarves. Uh, <laughs> big but uh, but yeah, I mean, this episode overall, I just I I enjoyed it. It's not a perfect episode, no. but I did like we got our creepy robots yes. in. Chibnall mm-hmm. had to get his creepy robots. Mm-hmm. Like yes. every doctor has their very like similarly structured, wide eyed, pale faced, mm-hmm. creepy robots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Though the doctor will say, like, don't be angry at, like, some of my best friends are robots and defending robots still, despite how many creepy robots (laughs) she's faced. And how many just bad robots over the years. For for every good robot the doctor has encountered, there have been way more terrible robots. Yeah. Did anyone think of, uh, I kind of had, like, a little, oh, Pearl moment when she was like, some of my best friends are robots. Pearl? Pearl? Yeah, wait, hold on. I don't... I'm blanking. I, Last companion, Capaldi, Bill. got turned into a set Bill. Pearl oh. Mackey. Oh, that's why. <laughs> I was like... That's why. It's Pearl not Mackie? that bad of a... It, it's less bad of a blunder than we thought. Yes. <laughs> There's a connection. There we that go. That makes sense. Bill, where, it's, uh, where it was kind of but a... She's really an android. Moment. Yeah, but she got put into a robot body. Oh, that's an answer. She got put body. into a, a water robot oil thing monster. Then uh, who is also who her the doctor's okay. best friend? I have because I have a picture. The doctor's best friend that's a robot is K9. K9. K9, yeah. K-9 you guys, is the robot that's Affirmative. the doctor's friend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Everything else is Good made, old K9. Mainly androids. So, but yeah. Wow. And I would I love yeah, if if Jody's doctor got a like full like a, a revamped canine. Canine came back briefly for, for, for with with tenant. Dan, with tenant. Yeah. He did, but yeah. it was the Sarah same. Jane. It was still the same, same canine. canine. Yeah. Like you know, I'm saying like we revamp like a like, but from the ground up like a a feline that's almost too on the nose for the female for the first female oh, doctor to weird. have a cat companion yeah. but also it would work it. so would, well i'm with you yeah. i'm I, on board for it yeah yeah uh 
<laughs> but it's I want the same I want the same consciousness. I want K9 to be put into a new body that mm-hmm. can like float around yeah. and like has like an inspector gadget like that yeah, like an R2D2 so. inspector gadget yeah. just like everything pops out. The yeah. legs pop up and they can get really long and like be on <laughs> springs. <laughs> yes, it'd be awesome. So insane. Please give it to us. <laughs> um, but why don't we uh, transition, and then before we get into predictions for the rest of the season, why don't we do our first, our special segment, uh, Who's uh, Who on Who? <laughs> I really want to know. All right. So <laughs> we're going to start with some of the stars. Everyone get it together. <laughs> So the one part I have to do with uh, some of the stars of this episode. I want to start first with uh, the casting director, Andy Pryor. Uh, I thought just Ooh. overall the casting was pretty cool on here. Uh, he's uh, also done casting for Stan and Ollie, the Gentleman Jack, which has not come out yet, Class, which I believe is also a Doctor Who type Yeah, Class show. was the Doctor Who spinoff. Oh, yeah, okay. that, yeah, we didn't really watch uh, Cold Feet and Call the Midwife. Cool. Saint Call the Midwife had call a the callback in episode. Was that six? Five. Five. So then we also have Matthew Gravel, who played the voice of the Kerblam robots. I was curious about. And that. he, Chris Chibnall, loves to pull people from Broadchurch. So he was oh, has been yes. uh, in oh. Broadchurch, Keeping Faith, and the Roseberry Roseberry Rosemary's Baby remake that was on NBC Ooh. a few years ago. I don't know if y'all saw that. Was it was a lot. What? That was no. Rosemary's Baby remake? There was. I remember that. It was a two-part. And, and they aired it, premiered it on Mother's Day like some jerks. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, That's Day. so yeah. awesome. Wow. Like, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Rosemary's Baby. Not as bad or anything. It's just, like, not my yeah. what I generally go to. But that is such a cool move. Yeah. I yeah. That's ridiculous. I respect it. And then lastly, we have, I had to look it up, Julie Hesmanhall. I think that's how you say it. H-E-S-M-O-N-D-H-A-L-G-H. It's a lot. Hesmanal, uh, who plays Judy Maddox. Uh, she was also, or she was the, the over, oversaw the um, people of Kerbalam. She was also in Broadchurch as well, Happy Valley, and Coronation Street. Mm. So she's a, a well known British actress. We, and then we get it, Chibnall. You're getting your friend's work. We get it. <laughs> Thanks. There's been like four or five, I think, who were on Broadchurch. And also, of course, <laughs> Uh, Jody, <laughs> like, right, 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 right. Small right, part. Yeah. Small. You barely saw her. No, she was a serious reason. Uh, so, and then there were just a few other th- references. Uh, she, the doctor, references uh, her travels with Agatha Christie. We've already done a picture from that episode, so I just pulled up a different one. Uh, that was the Unicorn and the Wasp, season four, episode seven, and we right. have an actual picture with the doctor and Agatha and Donna. Solving things together, Which trying is to kill a wasp. Why they're bringing up wasps? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we also have. Make sure I'm getting everything right. Oh, the psychic paper. I wanted to bring that up in Arachnids in the UK because she briefly pulls it out, but she brought it out again. And it's what's interesting is that there's two different types of psychic paper, like constantly being tossed around with the doctor. There's one where you see in David Tennant, he has the little. The white's on the bottom, and then there's another one where it's on the top, and it looks like a, a regular like billfold billfold wallet. Hmm. So I don't know, weird little fan thing I figured out. Sorry, I'm a nerd. Okay, uh-huh. so we already did canine, and then the Big Bang. What's that? I was gonna say uh, in the chat, Alex McLeod said that the actress who played Kira was also in Call the Midwife oh. in uh, season five. See, nice little. Nice. Oh, Chris, Chris Sheffield, did you also do Call the Midwife? Uh, <laughs> and then The Big Bang, Season 3, Episode 13, is when we're introduced to the Fez. And that's Woo! with the classic hairstyle. He does look good with the Fez. He in does look good with hair You see? Yes. It's true. It really pulls There's them no off no denying well. it. <laughs> and then, lastly, well, I was thinking about killer robots. And I was like, there have been other killer robots. There's so many killer robots, I can't think of any other Killer, killer robots who were working at the behest of a human. And I thought of The Voyage of the Damned, which was the 2007 or 2008 Christmas Ooh. special. And they were controlled by Max Capricorn to kill passengers on the Titanic spaceship. Mm. 
Was it Titanic spaceship? It was something. Else. Yeah, it was. It was, like, no, it was a Titanic. No, Titanic spaceship. You're right. I might be wrong. No, it is. Yeah, because that's yeah. when what's his face was on there from being human. Yeah, so that's it for a special segment. It was a lot of nice little tie-ins. Thank you, Chris, for making it easy for me for once. Cool. <laughs> for bringing about callbacks and Easter eggs that I could easily be like, yes. <laughs> there was also I've, apparently a revamped canine in an Australian series, according to Eastie74, and it was apparently terrible, according to him. Oh. I, I'm looking at this image. It was sent to me on Twitter. Uh, I'll retweet it out. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Hmm. It's weird looking, to say the least. I mean, it doesn't not look like canine. It's just no, not it looks canine. definitely canine. But it, I'm, not, I'm talking about a true reimagining. Oh yeah. In, yeah. The, in our style, and I guess if this if it was like this Tardis, it would be very crystal based. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, let's also. I want to make sure we have time for the uh, for news and gossip because we got some Ooh. big stuff this week. Mm-hmm. Let's hit that news and gossip button. After Buzz TV News and gossip. Oh, he um, <laughs> so, I was hoping you would be like, and gossip. So first, the actual news mm-hmm. that we can report. Mm-hmm. The news part. Um, we've talked about the, is it going to be a Christmas special? Is it going to be a New Year's special? And now we know, officially, it's a New Year's Day special. Yeah. Oh. So it For will... all you oh, hungover oh. people! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get out of bed. Just turn on Doctor Who. <laughs> I still have mixed feelings about like airing it on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm going to watch it regardless. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know. I kind of it. We'd done it so many years. Like watching Doctor Who on Christmas had been like it become like a, yeah. a tradition of sorts. Yeah. yeah. So I'm disappointed that I won't have that. I've never actually watched it on Christmas. Maybe once. So it's I'm cool with it. But. <laughs> I yeah, actually, I feel yeah. I feel yeah. <laughs> like, Christmas because I do most of my Christmasing on Christmas Eve. Christmas I actually have nothing to do, so usually that's when I do watch it with my brother when I'm home. Yeah. So I will be missing it myself. Yeah. Yeah. I just go to the movies, drink um, some wine, get a little yeah. drunk. But now, <laughs> you okay? Are you okay? Sounds fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll we'll talk about this off air. Um, but the gossip part, and this is pure gossip. Mm-hmm. There is nothing factual backing this up. So don't but tell your mama. It's gossip. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> a couple of different outlets are reporting that Chibnall is threatening to leave the show or op- potentially leaving the show after next season. Oh, um, next season. That, 2019, 2019, right? yeah, 2019, and but uh, and uh, he, and Jody would go with him if yeah. that happened. What? So yeah. the this is being reported by Starburst Magazine, which oh. is a sci-fi magazine in the UK. Okay. Um, Sounds delicious. So, it, like a couple of people had sent I me this this yeah. this rumor. So I, I and it's out there. Like people are talking about this. So I felt like we should address it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they're saying that like he's there's been a disagreement between BBC and Chibnall about how many episodes they can do in 2019 because they mm-hmm. want a full season every year. Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of us understand. It's generally how we get TV how we roll, one yeah. season yeah. a year. But he, but, but according to this article, what he said is that that's not doable to do another 10 episodes. And it is, like we have seen, this season has been incredibly ambitious mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. visual effects and like what they're pulling mm-hmm. off. They're always in different locations. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you don't have the repeatability that you have on other shows mm-hmm. where you have the same set and it's easy to go in and shoot it in and out in a week or 10 days. I imagine these are probably taking at least three, four weeks to shoot one episode of these shows. Yeah. Which, when, especially when you go from like building of sets through production. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what he's saying is that it's not sustainable well, to do a full season how a year. Has, how have the other showrunners pulled it off? I mean, sh- yes, there's a difference in quality that we've noticed between Moffat and Davies and Tribunal. Well, for the last few seasons, Moffat didn't pull it off. He missed years. Like, we went, yeah, and, or we kept changing when mm-hmm. in the year it was airing so yeah, that he had a bigger stretch true. of time. So there may be something to that and it that's the part of this that actually does sound reasonable like mm-hmm. I can see the network saying like well why can't you pull it off plenty of other shows do it and he's yeah. like because well, we do we do crazier we do stuff right. and there being yeah. that sort of back and forth and if they are really hard line about it 
then I could, this makes, if there is a, a certain amount of that this makes sense. And if yeah. the network is pushing Chibnall out, Jody basically saying like, I'm well, then you'll to. have to do it without me as a, she's putting her support behind her, her friend and her, yeah. her boss that she believes in. I would <clears> say to all the fans, <laughs> BBC's going to hate me. Reach out to BBC via Twitter. Tell yeah. them like, we're willing to wait. I waited over a year for a season four of Outlander because it took them more time, and that's understandable. I mean, I don't want to wait. And what this says it yeah. would be is that you would get like three to four episodes in 2019 yeah. with a uh, Christmas or holiday special of one mm-hmm. kind or another, mm-hmm. and then I guess the back half of the season in 2020. Well, didn't the they do that oh, with okay. season seven with Matt Smith? Mm-hmm. They did before. a split. So that's Fine. Like, look, I would I would be okay with that as long as they kept Jody and what uh, Jody and and Chris for at least three seasons. I think that's a reasonable amount of time for them to. I mean, it would be nice if they went longer, but I think three seasons has proven to be the perfect yeah. length for mm-hmm. Doctors. Yeah. So like, even if Chibnall was sticking around longer, like Jody going three seasons, I think is perfect because like that's how long Tennant had, it's how long Smith had, that's how yeah. long uh, Capaldi had, and it's yeah. always like. You're, you come to the end and you're like, oh, we could do more, but we also don't have to. Yeah. We've already done a lot with these people. We can change the show and like it's our, it's starting to wait. Oh, fresh stuff. Oh, yeah. Now this season, we're excited again. We're like ready to dive in. So again, this is all rumor. It's conjecture based on like yeah. some reports from like Outpost Scarrow blog yeah, and right. Starburst well, magazine. So I mean, the New Year's Eve was also a rumor and, and gossip mm-hmm. until this week. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So then, yeah, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Um, and like, yeah, but like, it's the best way to support this show and support these creatives is to just watch it every week. Yeah. So how many episodes do we have this season? Because ten episodes plus yeah. New Year's Eve, so mm-hmm. eleven total. Okay, so there's next week, You're and dead. then there's because I saw like three more episodes. There are this yeah. three more episodes. This Does that include nine. the special? No, no. Okay. So four more episodes if you include the New Year's mm-hmm. Day special. special. Okay, cool. Um, December 9th will be our finale. Yeah. Of okay. This season, um, there will be an episode next week. Yeah, uh, stay tuned for our schedule. We're still working things yeah. out we because won't it be is here on it is mm-hmm. for for us crazy Americans. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and a lot of people are traveling. Indigenous and us is still working out yeah. schedules. What? So just stay tuned to to us on Twitter, and we will be sure to get you that info as soon mm-hmm. as we can. But the the podcast will eventually come out. You will get that. Yes, yes. sweet sweet thoughts that we have on what's going to happen next week. And hey, what's going to happen next week? Let's do some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Prediction. We're just getting all the stings in right now. All right. Hold on. All right. Boom, boom, boom. That's right. Next week's episode is called The Witchfinders. Witchfinders. This is the one that's going to have. Um, I think it's going to get political? <laughs> I don't know. But we've got, this is the one we've got. We've got Alan Cumming. Yes. In this yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, he's so he's going to be playing King James the <gasps> first. We're going back in time. We're going back. For, this is like so. Back in time. Minor Sorry. spoilers Yay. for next week. We're doing a witch hunting episode. Like that's yes. literally what we're doing. Um, so it, those it, never have political undertones. So yeah. that should be. Fine. No, I don't think Chris is going to say anything. It's it really fun. just going to be about witches, you know, and yeah, how to hunt them. Yeah, 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 you know. There's nothing political about witch trials, uh, right? Witch Nobody crowd. uses those terms in political discourse. You know? at all. That wasn't used as a play. In, those in... ladies were just doing really bad things, man, and we had to get them. It wasn't like they were being wrongly accused of being witches because witchcraft doesn't ex- really exist in that type of way. And it also what? wasn't used by Arthur Miller as a veiled criticism mm. of the McCarthy administration and it wasn't anything like that no so here's my question (laughs) because we have in the in the like this the especially in the tenant era um we saw literal we saw what witches in england were Mm -hmm. um they're in the the shakespeare code episode i want to say it's called also um, monty python's holy grail so Not yeah. that's not Doctor Who canon. Oh, Dave. oh okay. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm curious. Do you guys think that they are going to do a like witches are real tact or like witches are a conjecture and fake and we have these are real people? I think if we're going to stay with the theme of the humans are the villains and it's not they're not going to they're not going to have powers in the way that the witch trials were accusing them of having powers. Right. If they're yeah. going to be like, there's going to be some alien behind it 
that's causing these powers to happen. Maybe. But maybe they're an innocent person and all they have are like, you know, their hands light up or something. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they're just an innocent person and they don't need to be hung or burned at the stake for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's, so the villains are going to be the humans, but there's going to be an alien involved somehow. Potentially. I mean, look, we're dropping the doctor who is a woman who wields a magic wand yeah, around the entire time. Exactly like, what I was going to say. Yeah. She's going to be accused of being a witch. Yeah, for sure. in like four yeah. seconds. Yeah. yeah. She's going to take out the screwdriver, it lights up. Witch! Yes. Yeah. And then she'll... Somebody she'll get a duck. Kill them. I'm getting it out of the way now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, did you have a... Oh, no, that was exactly that what was I was going to say. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, she's definitely going to be accused of being a witch, um, and they're going to have to get have to get her out of that tough scrape, yeah. which is going to be rough also with Yaz, I feel like, as well. And Ryan. And Ryan, yeah. Jeez. Only Graham. Graham, it's down to you to save, <laughs> save yeah. everyone. Because <laughs> you're the Boy. only one that's not going to run into any complications. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, hey guys, thanks so much for joining <laughs> us uh, for the Doctor Who After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Yeah. Um, why don't we uh, start the other side of the table? Dave, oh, where can we find you? Hi everybody, you can find me at MRDaveChild on Twitter and MrDaveChild on Instagram. And also go to DaveChild.com for all your DaveChild needs. I'm DaveChild. But also, if you go on on Twitter, my, my pinned tweet is a new uh, music video I'm in. Check that out if you want to see me dance and and gyrate. And you can catch me tomorrow on the Legends of Tomorrow after show. I'm finally going back and miss the last couple of weeks, but I'll be there if you want to see me talk more about time-traveling, sci-fi, superheroes, and such. I'll be there. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. Also, you can find me right after this on Marvel TV Weekly. Uh, We're going to talk about Marvel things. And uh, starting Monday, which is tomorrow at 9 p.m., we're going to do The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So if you're not over Halloween yet, we still have like a few days before Thanksgiving. (laughs) We're going to go back to some (laughs) Halloween-y stuff. Get it in. There's also a Christmas special for uh, Chilling Adventures, too. Oh. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. You can also catch me on the Outlander After Show right before this show. And then you can catch me this Tuesday at 9 for the Lore After Show where we discuss the Lore Amazon Show. And we put in a few real-life tidbits as well as the podcast. So that's it. All right, guys. I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Also, check me out on every Thursday, except the, this one because it's Thanksgiving. Uh, over on our sister network, Popcorn Talk, uh, hosting Marvel Movie News, um, and uh, check out my own ridiculous, silly podcast that I host with uh, Greg Goodness. Ships in the night. Uh, this week, we talked about what would happen when we shipped Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs <laughs> and Guy Fieri. That's my tease. Ships in the night on all podcasting platforms. Those are my parents. I would eat them. This this has been the Doctor Who After Show. Have a good holiday, y'all. Thanks for geeking out with us. Eat that turkey. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.